Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is, Christ our Lord. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host, Pastor Denise, and I welcome you to today's show. Today we are discussing the things that hinder our purpose. Again, our topic is things that hinder our purpose. But before we begin, we're going to open with a word of prayer, and then we'll jump right into the discussion by the Hope in Christ Book Club members, we're going to talk about those things that hinder our purpose. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this platform. We thank you for who you are. We thank you, oh God, for what you have called us to do. Father, we pray that those that are listening, those that um, may hear this broadcast, oh God, we pray, oh God, that they would um, receive something from this broadcast and that they would walk out the purpose that you have placed on the inside of them. Father, we thank you and we magnify you for your speakers. We thank you, O oh God, for you using each and every one of us for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Again, I'm your host, Pastor Denise, founder of Hope in Christ Ministries, and here at Hope in Christ, we are healthy overcomers, purpose with an eternal perspective. So we're going to jump right in to our panel discussion as we continue to celebrate Christian literature. And one of our mottos here at Hope in Christ, we are taking the message of the cross to the world through Christian literature. And so as we do that, we want to address Purpose. So I have um, with me a phenomenal author, Barbara Archer, and she's going to, me and her both are going to talk about the things that hinder our purpose. So I'm going to begin with allowing Barbara to introduce herself to the audience. Good evening, everyone. My name is Barbara Archer, and um, Pastor Denise, I just want to thank you for an opportunity to come join on your platform, you know, to share some of my thoughts and perspective as far as what hinders your purpose. I just want to thank you for this incredible opportunity. You know, I never like to take anything lightly that the Lord has put in my hands, that he has entrusted me um, to deliver a message that will be able to help his people, you know, that are listening, that are going through the same thing. So I just want to say thank you. And you have a wonderful platform, you know, and I know that you're just touching lives everywhere that you go. And I just pray God's continued blessing on your life and the ministry that he's called you to. So thank you, everyone, for joining us this evening. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, um, Barbara. And those that don't know or are new to the show, I am, again, Pastor Denise, the founder of Hope in Christ. I'm also an author and a teacher. And we want to begin with discussing the topic, um, again, our Overall theme is things that hinder your purpose, but the first question we have to ask is what does purpose actually mean? What is 
purpose when we think about it overall. So, Barbara, I'm going to have you answer that first. Oh, thank you, Denise. You know, while, you know, not too long ago someone had asked me that question, I would have been stumbling on that question um, because everyone's perspective on purpose is different based upon where they add in life. Um, but through the, through the last, you know, I would say the last year or so, you know, God's been really speaking to me about defining the word purpose, you know. And for me, purpose is finding your passion. You know, so many of us, we try different things in life, and then if it doesn't go well for us, then we, we just walk away from it or we just feel like, okay, you know what, I'll grab on the next thing. And you may go through multiple different um, things in life, you know, trying different things, you know, not really quite satisfied. Purpose to me is when you find that thing that you can draw from, you know, that it's no longer become an object, but it becomes something that you crave, something that you have to have. You know, certain things we don't have to have in life that we can do without. Purpose is something you can't because purpose will drive you, you know, even though everything else around you says, oh, wait a minute, you may can't do it, or, it, or even the enemy may try to tell you you can't do it or you have passed your years, you know. But we all know that that's his lie. But at the same time, you know, when you find that purpose, you never give up regardless of what may come against you or what lies that the enemy may try to tell you. So when you find that passion, that is when you truly find your purpose in life. That's my definition and meaning of the word purpose. Amen. Thank you, Barbara, for sharing that. And I agree. And I also, I think about purpose. I think about one of my former pastors. One day she said, you will know your purpose when you will do it without being paid for it. You will know that that's the, the passion, like you were saying, that thing that God has placed on the inside of you, and you know that that's what it is because you stay up all night and that's all you do and you don't get tired doing it. So I wanted to add that as well. And those that are also listening, make sure that we are seeking God for the purpose that he placed inside of us. Uh, A lot of times, like Barbara was saying, we look for, we say this is my purpose and this is my purpose. And a lot of times it's what you want it to be, but is it what God wants it to be? And then, um, I remember saying this to my teenager. He wants to become a movie director, and I asked him the simple question, did you ask God, is that your right. purpose? And so um, I just wanted to throw that out there as well. And we also, the next question is, how can um, we know our purpose? And I think we kind of answered that a little bit. But, well, Barbara, do you want to add to that? Yes. Um, how do we find it? Well, for me, and I can only go by my experience, you know, how I found it, you know, because I can relate. There have been times in my life that I have tried many things, and God has given me the opportunity to try those things because one of the things that what I lacked in life, and that was confidence, you know. So if you don't have the confidence in yourself and you don't believe in yourself, how can you possibly believe in a purpose when you hear God's word says that he that he will put the dreams on the inside of us, you know? How can you believe those dreams if you don't believe in yourself? So I tried many things, and when God told me to do a, to write my book, I was like, okay, I can't do that, you know? I don't know how to do that. That's not me, you know? But what I discovered in this journey, and especially in this last year, is that when I discovered my purpose, 
I know what God placed on the inside of me. And even though it may not look like that I'm moving in the direction that I should be going, and sometimes your purpose don't always align itself with where you're at right now. So it's easy to get distracted and thinking that maybe you heard God, God wrong. Maybe that you weren't listening, you know. Maybe you need to go back in your prayer closet more and pray. You know, all types of thoughts will come into your mind because you're not really sure because it doesn't align itself. But one thing about when you find your purpose, you never give up. Even though what, like right now in my life, what God has placed on the inside of me does not align itself with where I'm at today. But I still hold on to that promise in God's word that I know that when it is the right time, God said, I will make it happen. I will make it right. So sometimes finding your purpose is finding it, believing it, not giving up on it. You know, it's easy for us to give up when things don't go right or if, or if it doesn't go in the time frame that we should or we feel that it should happen. But when you can hang in there, because truly that's your test, and that's what God is looking for. Are you going to trust him even though everything around you doesn't look like that it's moving in that direction? But if you can hold out and continue to believe God and trust him, God will bring you into that purpose. Purpose is something you don't have to find. Purpose will find you. So that's my definition as well as how do you find your purpose. It will find you. You don't have to go looking for it. It will find you at the right time, at the right place. Amen. That's that's good. I, I totally agree. And for those that are listening, we have another phenomenal author that is joining us as well, and he's going to jump in um, and introduce himself, and he's going to answer that question, how can you know your purpose from his perspective? And his name is Todd Smith, and um, Todd, you can go ahead and unmute yourself. The question is, how can you know your purpose? Hey, how you doing? Uh, y'all can hear me? Yes. Yeah, okay, okay, good, good. All right, yeah, uh, yes, yes, my name is uh, Todd Marcel, and uh, I'm an author of two books. first book is How to Be Cool, and the second book is uh, Bible Print, God's Blueprint uh, to Your Vision, which is uh, really coming to the perfect year for that because, of course, you know, we come in the 2020, and that is the uh, number four vision. So uh, I'm definitely going to try to uh, hammer that down about, you know, God uh, got a vision for everybody. And that definitely ties into uh, what we're talking about tonight, uh, purpose. Uh, so to answer that question, uh, I definitely want to piggyback off of what Ms. Archer said about the purpose finds you. Uh, that's crazy because I was thinking about that. Uh, on the way home from work today, I was thinking about calling, and uh, the true calling is something that finds you instead of you, you know, finding it. I think a lot of times we uh, kind of pursue our calling, and uh, we waste a lot of time, uh, you know, trying to find that. But uh, what the Holy Spirit revealed to me was that uh, it will find you. You just need to pay attention to your surroundings, pay attention to things that gravitate uh, towards you. And that's, you know what I'm saying, really a purpose. And a lot of times we miss that because we be looking in every other direction instead of just, you know, just looking inside of, you know, what the Holy Spirit is saying and what, you know, God, the things God is sending your way, whether it be uh, you definitely need to pay attention to what people tell you, 
because that's what you put off. You know what I'm saying? If you hear certain things a lot, then nine times out of ten, uh, that's what God trying to get you to uh, uh, get your purpose in. But like I said, a lot of times we look elsewhere instead of just looking uh, within us and what's going on around us. Just pay attention to, you know, things that's just happening in your life, just being aware. So that's, uh, I truly think that's where, you you know, you find your purpose at. Thank you for sharing that, Todd. Um, and, Barbara, I didn't know if you want to add anything before we go to the next question. No, I, no. You know, I mean, you know, just one thing, Todd, you know, I mean, you know, what you said, you know, and that's why I say that when, that when people come together, you know, it's like God speaks to us. You know, God will speak to me about something, and he'll speak to you about that exact same thing. Right. And then exactly. the answers comes up, they confirm, you know, exactly that's what right. God has been speaking, you know, and so many times because I've been there, you chase after so many different things and you think, this is what I need to be doing, this one, because we feel and sometimes that the church, when you get in a Bible preaching, Bible teaching church, that they, because I know that my church, that it push purpose on us, you know what I'm saying, so that we can find oh, right, that purpose. Right. You exactly. out here in the world, let, let, let's be honest, when you're out here in the world doing your thing, no one and then when you come to Christ, then you feel that, wow, God can use you. You're so excited. You're like, okay, God, take me, use me, you know. And then when he puts something in us, we have to understand, too, that just because God speaks a purpose to you, what you need to do, doesn't mean that you've got to jump out and do it at that exact moment. Because there's right, always exactly. separation that goes before purpose. So That's I believe right. it's That's separation, right. then it's purpose. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, he definitely, you know, prepares you. To uh, he equipped you, you know, to uh, to to fulfill it. He definitely equipped you to yeah. fulfill it. So, uh, you know, just like he was saying, you got to uh, listen and pay attention to the uh, things what's going on that is preparing you. So, because uh, he gonna put you in that situation because you know yeah, what he, he uh, set forth the past is gonna come to pass. You know, ain't nobody gonna stop it. So, whether you right. prepared or not, you are gonna get prepared pre- prepared to that situation. So. It's best just to go in prepared, like you were saying. Right. Amen. Thank you for sharing that, both of you. And as you were both speaking, I was thinking about myself. Um, I have been, uh, when we talk about purpose, I've been an English teacher for this year, 20 years. And so a lot of times people say, well, how did you just start doing that? And I said, no. God prepared me beforehand because I've been teaching English, teaching most of my career has been with middle school kids. And so Mm -hmm. when he began to give me the vision to begin to write for middle school kids, he had already prepared me years in advance from seeing their life and seeing what they're going through. And and even with um, some of my other testimony with women, and now I'm just doing what he said. He already prepared me to do just that. It's already on the inside. And a lot of times when um, I had people say, well, how are you doing it so quick? I said, I believe that it was already there, and I needed to obey. And so when I obeyed, God just said, okay, come on. You're behind. You're behind right now, so I need you to come on and catch up. And so I think whoever's listening needs to know whatever that gift is, whatever he's um, using you in right now, he's prepping you for it. So I just wanted to add that. And um, my other question is 
for our personal, it's for us personally. So I want to ask the question, what were some of the things that hindered our purpose? So I want to um, start with Barbara first, and um, then we'll have Todd answer after that. After that. Okay. Uh, from my perspective, what hindered my purpose in life was two, was two words that, that I'm going to use. The first word was lack of confidence. And the second word that I want to be able to use is anxious. Because what happened is that they can be enemies to each other. Um, because what happened is that when God spoke to me about what he, what he wanted me to do, you know, I was like, okay, I can do this. Okay, you know what? So finally I got in the place, all right, you know what, Barbara, you can do this. And I did. Then what ended up happening is that at that time in my life, I felt as though, okay, God, you, you set me in a room, you gave me a preview of the room, but why is it everything lining up? You know, it seemed like everything was a struggle. You know, it's like every time I took one step, then there was something else. You know, and after a while, it started to become very discouraging because you feel like that you're just spinning your wheels, and it's like, okay, what's going to happen? So what God spoke to me doesn't align itself up. So I believe that for me it was that I became too anxious to do what he to do what he called me to do, but at the same time not enough time to wait on him, not realizing that Barbara, yes, he called you to do this, but there's a process. There are still some things in your life that God wants you to shake off, because what he told me, he says you can't go into your new season where you at. So some things is going to have to die. Some things are going to have to come off. And a lot of times what hinders us because we don't want to let go of what that or whatever that was. I know for me it was control. I didn't want to let that go. You know, and then there were some other elements as well. You know? So I think that a lot of times what hinders us from our purpose is us. Us gets in the way of what God really wants to do. So when, so when we get to a place that, okay, that we don't want to let go, then God, and this is how I just visualize it, because when I see God, I see God in many different ways and how he speaks to me. So I just imagine God just sitting back, folding his hands, saying, okay, you think you can go on your, you don't want to let go of this, so you go here. When you get ready, I'll be here. You know, so there were some things that I had to, that I had to release myself from, because there were, there was those demons that still, because even though that we're in Christ, we still have to work out that salvation with, with trembling and fear. So we still have to work it out. But sometimes we don't, we're not obedient and we don't want to let go and let God, you know, do the work in us and through us. So we hold on to this, not willing to let go of that, you know. So I believe our own personal self, our own self can get in the way of hindering God's purpose in our life, you know. So I feel that if you can get to a place that you say, okay, God, I know I need to let go of this. I know you're dealing with me in this area here, but I need your help. I want to let it go. I want to stop doing this or whatever it is that may be hindering you because we all have something that we need to work out every single day, whether it's our attitude, whether it's anger, whether it's jealousy or whatever, we still need to work it out. And we're never going to be perfect. Okay, we only gonna be perfect is when Christ comes and takes his church. But until that time, we still need to work these things out, you know, because truly you can't fulfill God's calling on your life. How can you go out and do what God has called you to do if 
you still not able to submit those things unto him, you know, because then what's going to happen, you're going to get out here and you're going to be doing what God has called you to do, but then what's going to end up happening, okay, other people are going to be watching you and they're going to be seeing exactly, are you really walking this thing out that you are, that you're trying to preach to us about? So I feel that if we can get a hold of our flesh and submit that flesh unto God, okay, and say, okay, God, you know what, here I am, take me as I am, okay, help me to work this thing out. And let that be your prayer every morning and every night, because I know that's my prayer every morning, every night, and even throughout the day. I just pray, Lord, help me. And he does help me, you know. So our own self can get in the way and can hinder us from experiencing our true purpose in life. Wow, wow, wow. That is awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, I totally agree, and we're going to have Todd answer as well. Todd, we can hear you. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Good, good. So, oh, you want me to answer? Uh, yes. My turn? Go ahead and oh, okay. tell, All right. <laughs> tell us what things worked against your purpose before you started walking in it. Uh, well, it's kind of the same thing <laughs> Ms. Anderson said, uh, just in a different way. But uh, I, I didn't want to accept it. Uh, that's what hindered me for a long time. I did not accept that I was trying to go around it. I was trying to do like uh, Job and, uh, you know, go around the purpose, dance, do everything around the person, but not walk in it. And uh, when I read the scripture about the uh, the seed falling on good soil, is when God opened up my understanding uh, to that. He was talking about, you know, the, the uh, seeds fell on, uh, you know, thorny ground, fell on, uh, you know, hard ground. But it said the seed that produced a crop was heard and accepted, and that's when it started producing a crop, when, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the ground finally finally accepted the, accepted the purpose. And, uh, and, and things didn't start clicking for me too. I accepted the purpose. So uh, definitely, you know, trying to run from it and trying to dance around it instead of just uh, walking in it. And that comes from, you know, little faith because you truly, truly, you know, don't believe that, you know what I'm saying, God is going to, you know, take care of the rest because, you know, it's kind of like Peter, well, well uh, kind of like, you know, stepping out on the boat. We just need to, you know what I'm saying, just ask God and just trust God and just step on out there instead of leaning on our own understanding. So uh, you got to die to self and just, you know, just let go and let God. You got to do like Jesus did when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, not my will, but your will be done. And once you do that, then, you know, it'll be all right. Amen, amen. Thank you. Thank you, Todd, um, for that. So it's awesome answers. And I wanted to add for myself, the one, it was two things that hindered my purpose. So I was kind of like Jonah. I would run and run and run from what God was calling me to do. And so during the times that God was speaking to me to come forth and do what he taught me to do, I just, I wouldn't, I didn't want to hear it. And so what I dealt with, what I realized I was dealing with, was fear and rejection. So I was dealing with um, those things that just really kept me from moving forward. 
So fear and rejection all stem from my childhood, from what I went through growing up. And so I didn't believe that God could use me. I didn't believe that God wanted to use me, first of all, and I'll never forget um, God just beginning to reveal to me that the little girl that went through abuse growing up was trapped inside of me and I couldn't move forward. And so I didn't want to um, deal with the fear and the rejection that was brought upon me as a result of um, the abuse. And I'll never forget one day at church, and we were doing Bible study, and my pastor, she said, she, she was telling each of us that God wanted to use us. God wanted, um, she had, he had purpose inside of us, and he wanted to use us. And my response was, why does God want me when nobody else did? Why does God um, want to use me? Why does he even want to have anything to do with me? I was rejected. So then she began to show me and talk about rejection. And she, you know, she talked to me about being, thank, thanking me for being transparent. But I just, I don't know where that came from, but that's, that was my question. Why does God want me? And so God began to heal me in that place. And also when he called me to write, that some more healing took place. And so I dealt with so much rejection that I felt like if I went forward and what God was telling me to do, people were going to reject me. So it was going to open more wounds for me. And God had to heal me from rejection and realize that he doesn't reject us. People might, okay. but God doesn't change. He said he's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. He said he loves us with an everlasting love. And so he yeah. had to get me to the place to know that he loves me with an everlasting love and that I can't do anything about that. He's not going to stop loving me. So that was the right. two things that hindered my purpose. Mm. So I wanted mm. to share that. And so um, did you want to add anything, Barbara? No, I mean, you know, the only thing that I would like to add, you know, is that, you know, in life, you know, God, you know, God gave us all a, all a purpose, you know, mm. um, before anyone had an opinion, you know, and I believe that, you know, as we go through our own personal experience, you know, and I just want to piggyback off of you, Pastor Denise, regarding, you know, your abuse and all that, you know, um, you know, I experienced that you know, uh, myself as a child, you know, which wasn't, you know, discovered until last year when I went into counseling, you know, um, but, you know, but the rejection was there, you know, when I was a child, you know, when my parents, when my mom decided to leave my father, because I always believed that my father, that he, that I knew that he always loved me, you know, you know, there were times I even felt kind of conceited, sort of like that, that my father even loved me more than when he loved my mother, you know. So the night that when my mom left my father finally in 1979, you know, I was standing next to my mother up at the top of the staircase, you know, and my mother yelled downstairs to my father to let him know that we were leaving. And he just said, okay, and that was it, you know. And that night I didn't know, and that's how the enemy can use something as small as that, you know, to paralyze a child, you know, into thinking that, you know what, your father didn't want you, you know. 
So all my life, you know, I was always chasing something. Not knowing exactly what I was chasing, but I was, but I was always chasing something, you know. Um, and God had to bring me last year, you know, to a place of total submission because I had to come under him, not under what Barbara has been doing or how Barbara has gotten through life. Barbara has gotten through life with avoiding things, you know, running from things. You know, that's how I that's how I coped. That that is what kept me sane in an insane world, you know, and what and what actually happened to me. So as a result of that, I had to get to a place that God was like, Okay, you you know what? Yes, it happened. Okay. But now it's time to process it. And I didn't pray and ask God, God deliver me from it. I said, God, give me the grace to go through it. Even though it may be painful reliving some things but let me go through it. Let me feel every emotion that I didn't feel then, you know, because I feel that the enemy, he can't control that part of my life anymore, you know. He may want to control it, but he can't control it because I'm not asking God to remove it, you know. And sometimes God doesn't always remove things from us because he wants you to go through it, you know. Um, so I would just tell anyone that is listening this evening, you know, you may be stuck, you may be in a rut, but never think for one second that you have wasted time because nothing is ever wasted with God, even though you may have went around Robin Hood's bond to try to get there. But God will use that journey that you went with, and he'll still bring you back to exactly where you was at at the beginning. You know? And secondly, what I would like to let everyone know, you know, that do not look at what you are, do not look at where you at and look at other people. Because when you start comparing yourself, like what the Bible says, do not compare yourself to others. Because once you compare yourself to others, then you'll start to become jealous. You'll start to become envy. And you'll start to wonder, okay, God, have you forgotten me? Hey, I'm over here. You know? And God is saying, I haven't forgotten you, child. I know where you're at. But so often we can get like that because we're still in this flesh, and this flesh is going to perk his little head up every now and then. It's going to show his ugly side, you know, and, you know, but we have to understand that. But don't compare yourself. Just look at your own personal journey, you know, just you and God, you know, because really ultimately it is you and God on this journey. It doesn't have to do with your friend over here. It doesn't have to do with who you're connected with on social media, you know. A lot of times, and I do believe that's another form that how the enemy will get other people is through social media because other people are posting their accolades and their achievements and so forth like this, and then you're wondering, where's yours at? Yours is coming. So I just want to encourage you this evening that it's coming, but you have to stand still and wait. And God has pressed this on my heart. When it is his time, when it is right, God will release that to you. Don't go after chasing it. It will come to you naturally, you know. So I just want to leave you with that word tonight, you know, because that's what God has laid on my heart and he's been putting it on my heart for the past couple weeks now. You know, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Not Barbara, but the Lord, he will make it happen in his timing. So I just want to encourage you this evening. Amen, amen, amen. And I'm going to have, um, see if Todd want to add anything to that of the hindrances of our purpose. So, Todd, I don't know if you wanted to add something. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. I just want to uh, just kind of piggyback on what uh, Sister Andrew said about the timing. A lot of times we try to uh, 
make it happen on our time, but, you know, we got to uh, work on the Lord's time because, well, Isaiah said, his way is not our way, his thoughts not our thoughts. So uh, we got to, uh, you know, just submit it, just wait, you know, just be patient and uh, let, let let God, uh, you know, do his thing because everything has a time. Uh, it's not what we think is time, but on God's time. And if we just, you know, wait on that, then, you know, everything going to fall in place. But, you know, uh, a lot of times we try to help God out. And so we just got to learn to uh, just be patient. Got to have the pace of Job, as they say. And, uh, yeah. you know, like you say, when, when the time is right, he's going to show up and show out. So uh, just got to wait on God's time. That's definitely uh, another biggie for make your purpose come to pass. Amen. So our last question is, um, what scripture, if you can think of one, um, did God use to lead you into your purpose? What scripture did he continue to speak to you? If you can, we'll start with Barbara. Oh, wow. You know, I'm going to tell you something. There's been several scriptures that God has spoken to me about, but one really stands out the most, and it's one of my favorites. It's Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And it's, you know, and, it's, and it speaks about do not be anxious about anything. Mm. But in everything that what we do, by prayer and supplication, what, what thanksgiving, a grateful heart, let your request be made known to God. And then this other part that goes right along with it, which is verse 7. And I, this is my devotion every morning and every night. It says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And I have to tell myself that every single day, Barbara, do not be anxious, because it's so easy to just try to, you know, that you just want to just do something and you just want to make it happen, you know. And sometimes you'll make it happen, and, you know, and then sometimes you think that because maybe the resources is coming and the people are coming, that this is it. It may not be it. It could be a dis- it could be an actual distraction from your purpose. And I've learned, and God has told me, even good things can be a distraction when you're heading towards your purpose. So you have to guard your heart, you know, and your mind, you know, and just put it under God's control and let him guard you and let him keep you. So that scripture speaks to me every single day. That's my prayer. I mean, there's, there are several of the scriptures that what I love that what I read every single day, but that is one in particular that I have to tell myself that every day because I know that's where I struggle at myself. So I always keep that prayer near my heart every single day. Amen. Todd, um, same question. What scripture did God use to help you walk out your purpose? Uh, man, my uh, one of my favorite scriptures. Uh, yeah, every time I read it, it just uh, it just shed new light. But uh, it's Ecclesiastes. I'm trying to find the scripture now. I should know it. I should know the scripture, but I know the scripture by heart, but. I don't know what chapter is in, but anyway, I know it's in Ecclesiastes. But uh, it's talking about that uh, it says that the race is not to the swift, not to the strong, no bread given to the wise, but time and chance happen to them all. And uh, I lean on that scripture uh, so heavily because uh, it just confirms that God's gonna fulfill His purpose. It ain't nothing that you know you can do. Uh, he's like I said, He's gonna thrust you. Uh, you know, into your purpose. You know, he say, 
time and chance happens to everybody, you know, not just, uh, you know, Christians, but, you know, all men. But even more for Christians, you know, it's going to, you know, be a, definitely a great blessing to us. And we know what to do with it when God gives us a blessing because, you know, all things come from him. But uh, that just let me know that, uh, you know, he's going to give me my shot. And I just got to be, uh, I got to be prepared for it. And so uh, that scripture is definitely uh, brought me through many times when I want to give up, uh, when I want to quit. But, uh, you know, it's just confirm- confirmation that, you know, your time going to come. It's back to his time, but you're going to get your chance. So uh, that's what I stand on. Amen. 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 And the scripture that I would say that um, God used to just really help me to continue to know that I didn't just go through something and that God wasn't angry with me because I used to think that I went through that because I had done something wrong. And God would always, always repeat um, the scripture, I know the plans I have for you, Mm. plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. And I believe that's the NIV version. But he always, always would just minister that to me, to my spirit, that man may have meant it for evil, but I meant it for your good so that People can be saved. People can be delivered. People can be set free. Because if we haven't gone through something, we haven't experienced something, we can't tell somebody about what God can do. If we don't know him to be a healer, we can't tell them about the healer. If we don't know him to be a way maker, then we can't tell them the experience of him making a way for us. And so um, if we don't know him as a good father, that's another example, then when we don't have a father or, or mother or whoever there, um, one of the, another scripture that he would always minister to me is um, when your father and mother forsake you, you know, then the Lord will take care of you. And so yes. we have to, you know, just remember that God is ministering to us all the time, all the time, but we have to stop and listen. Are we listening to his words? Are we listening to his love and his um, his kindness and his tender mercies towards us? And so I wanted to add those particular scriptures that I know have helped me on my journey to walking out purpose. So those are our last questions. And the only thing I have left is for um, you all to tell the audience how can they reach out to you how can they connect with you or how can they buy even any of your products? So, Barbara, you can go ahead and start. Okay. Well, you know, um, I'm on Facebook, you know, um, Miss um, Barbara Archer. Um, I also have my um, website, which is um, fitsmarketingproductions.com. So you can also reach me out there as well. Um, and um, um, I'm on Instagram, so you can reach me out there. Um, right now, um, I started to do my books um, a little while ago, you know, but that's on hold right now by appointment by God only. So um, he's still writing that story for me. Um, so hopefully I know in 2020, I know that something great is coming. 
Um, and when that does come, I'll be posting that on Facebook as well, you know. Um, so it's been a journey, but it's been a great journey, you know. So there are some of the ways that you can reach out to me, you know. Um, if you do reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram or even Twitter, you know, um, what I can do is that I have no problem. You can send me a um, DM, you know, and we can communicate there. Um, I can also give you my email. If you just need prayer, you just want someone to just pray with you, you know, I can definitely share that with you and I can um, talk with you about whatever that what you may be going through or or if you just need someone just to listen, you know, there are times that we just need someone that's just going to be patient and listen with us and not say anything, you know. Um, so, um, you know, so, you know, I'm just here, you know. I just want to do God's will, and I said, God, wherever that you want to use me at, that's where I want to be at, you know. Um, it doesn't matter how small or how great, you know, it's just the fact that, you know what, that if you can touch one, if you can just touch one person's life, and that's what it's all about, you know. So I thank social media for that, you know, because it's given a platform for us to share and communicate with one another and be encouraged throughout the day because there's so much encouraging things on Facebook and social media these days that can really help you, you know, it's something there that's going to be able to speak to you. So that's one of the things of what I do love about social media. Amen. Thank you, Barbara. And then Todd, tell the audience how to connect with you. All right, uh, you can connect with me through my uh, website, ToddMarcel.com, T-O-D-D-M-A-R-C-E-L-L.com, and on Facebook at Arthur, uh, Todd Marcel, and on Instagram at Todd Marcel ATL. So uh, you can definitely can reach me at any of those avenues. Uh, all my, my books are on uh, my website, ToddMarcel.com. They're on Amazon as well, but I prefer... Uh, to go through my website to get it. Uh say my first book, How to Be Cool, uh is just encouraging teens to uh make the right decisions in life and just become a, a complete, total good person. Uh it's great stock stuff would be the best uh investment, you know, you'll make. So, you know, just think about buying a book as well as PlayStation and the other stuff you buy. Just think about, you know, buying a book that uh, you know, encourage them. And then the second book of course is Bible print. God's blueprint to your vision. Like I said, 2020 coming up, God gave you a vision because he gave everybody one just like uh, uh, Ms. Andrew said and just uh, what uh, Ms. Walker says. Everybody got a vision. So my book, I show you through scripture how God wants to bring it to pass because, you know, uh, he He gave it to you. He didn't give it to you not to do nothing with it. He wants you to do something with it. And uh, at the top of January, I got a new book coming out called Swag Bible. Uh, it's, uh, uh, I'm hitting the self-esteem area, so it's a book just trying to encourage teens to get they, uh, you know, self-esteem up because there's a lot of, you know, young people I see that has uh, low self-esteem and don't think they say it's worthy. So uh, this book uh, uh, speaks on that end. So, uh, but yeah, just talkmarcel.com and also talkmarcel on Facebook and uh, hit me and I hit you back. As soon as possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Todd, Todd and Barbara. And um, Barbara is Archer, uh, last name Archer. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you. This was a great, great, great panel discussion about the things that hinder our purpose, those that are new. I'm an author, and you can find my books on Amazon and on my website, 
denisemwalker.com, or you can visit our ministry website, www.hope-in-christ.com. That's www.hope-in-christ.com. So that's the ministry website. And I just thank you all for listening. I thank you all that you can gain something from this panel discussion about God's purpose, God's purpose and his destiny for us. So we're going to go ahead and pray out, and then um, we wish you a phenomenal, phenomenal week. So, Father, we thank you, and we magnify your name. We thank you, O God, for your man and woman of God. We thank you, O God, for you using them. We thank you for what you are doing in their lives, and we pray that they will continue to reach others, O God. And we pray for your listeners that they would not no longer walk in rejection, fear, and anything else or hindrances that hinder their purpose or keep them from walking out what you have for them. Father, we pray, O oh God, that you would just make a way out of no way for them. We pray, O oh God, that your will be done in their lives in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you and we magnify your name for you alone are worthy to be praised. God, we glorify you, and we thank you for creating us with a purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. Have a phenomenal week and continue to walk out God's purpose and his true identity that he placed on the inside of you.